Hi, I'm Melissa and welcome to the Mummy Warriors podcast where we can normalise the conversation of motherhood and delve into issues that are quite often swept under the rug. Join me every single Tuesday for a brand new episode with a brand new topic. This is a mummy's club you want to be a part of. Hi and welcome to the Mummy Warriors podcast. Today I'm joined by Holly Hall who is a soul coach and master astrologer. Holly is a gifted psychic and clairvoyant and combines her gifted abilities as a life and relationship coach. Holly, welcome to the Mummy Warriors podcast. It's great having you here today. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Um, I'm I'm a master astrologer. I have a background education in philosophy and psychology. Um, certified in neurolinguistic programming, which is a type of psychology. I'm also certified as a past life regression therapist, hyp- hypnosis therapy, and I'm clairvoyant. So I life coach with my clients uh, using all of those modalities to help them navigate everything that they want to in life, including, you know, working with their children, knowing what your podcast is all about with moms. I was highly endorsed by one of the um, one of the most sought after uh, clinical psychologists, Dr. Shefali, who is well known for her child as a child psychologist, family psychologist. She's been on Oprah quite a few times, and she's followed by uh, a lot of mommies <laughs> out there because yeah. that's her conscious parenting. It's her book. Yeah. Wow. So that means the quality of your gift has definitely not gone unnoticed. I like to take you back a little bit to where you first discovered that you had this gift and what that first experience felt like for you. So I was raised with um, very hippie-like parents. My mother had, uh, I I guess it would be more of a party trick kind of gift with reading with tarot cards. But as time went on, psychic ability and uh, her mother lasted the gypsies to settle down, not knowing what her gift was. But I didn't really, I had a scientific mind and more of a curious mind of a psychologist. And I wasn't really um, privy of my gift till I was about 13 when one of my uh, mother's uh, very parents, very good friend who was well known at the time psychic living in the out west in Canada, and I'm in Ontario, Canada, uh, on the telephone, uh, was being asked a question and asked, said, there's a 13-year-old in your house, bring her to the phone. And he literally said, just, she's going to ask you a question, and you just say the first thing that comes to your mind, which I did, which I thought was common sense. And so I grew up thinking, this isn't a psychic ability, this is just common sense. When I was 21, I was expressing this to a coworker who said, I have a book that you might be interested in, came back the next day with an astrology book. One of the best books I think is still to learn astrology, um, which is literally called The Only Way to Learn Astrology by Marion Marsh and McEvers. Um, So I read that as a scientific experiment because I'm not one to go against any kind of belief system, whether it's a thought uh, mm-hmm. process or without my own experience, without my own research. So I said, I don't read the book just to tell them this is a bunch of hogwash. And mm-hmm. I'm not a reader. Um, I'm not one that I'm not a book reader. So for me to not be able to put this book down for a week was phenomenal for me, for me to be able to pick it up just like that, like 
there's a lot of what when I learned it, I'm going to age myself here. The, the first, you know, personal computer wasn't really that available for someone who just didn't have a lot of money. And so there was a whole mathematical, like a two page mathematical equation that you had to learn in order to align somebody's uh, chart. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I went through all that. I practiced it on myself and other people, and I was shocked that it worked. So I started studying that in my in my early in my early twenties. Wow! So you've been doing this for a really really long time, and yes, a really really long time. <laughs> I was guessing four years old. No, <laughs> sorry, I didn't read it like that. But like, I'm I'm, I'm I did something. Okay. I thought it was cute. Yeah, I have been doing it a really long time, only to really be doing it full time for the last five years. Wow. That it was not, it was, I made, you know, I made a bit of money out of it, but now it's a full time job. Right. And is it something that you're quite open with when meeting people or is it something that you kind of just keep to yourself um, until Mm -hmm. you get to know them a bit better? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will tell you that I kind of freeze when somebody says, so what do you do for a living? You know? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, mm. because you do get the, the, the sound of crickets in the background when, even if I say, I'm just, I'm a life coach and that's usually where I would start. And then people are like, hmm, because, you know, there is a big, a bit of a stigma around life coach that you're just uh, sort of an uneducated um, therapist or an uneducated, yeah. right? And um, so, even, you know, and that's why I sort of boast my background of my education, but however, uh, if they're open to that, then I'll say, I'm going to, I'm an astrologer, but lately I just been putting it right out. You know, I'm an, I'm a master astrologer and I work with people, you know, life coach basically, Mm -hmm. but you still get awkward, you know, silence. And it's not one of those, I compared it the other day to there's certain jobs that when you tell people, this is what you do, they don't just jump all over it and start making conversation with you. And I use the example of like a gynecologist. Right? <laughs> what do you do for a living? I'm a gynecologist. Right. Oh, that's good. They're not going to yeah. start telling you their gynecology yeah. issues, right? <laughs> or if you go, I'm a dentist. And they're right. like, oh yeah. Oh, my tooth. Got, oh my God, yeah. it's driving me crazy. And I went to yeah. dentist. You know, a whole bunch of go- <laughs> come out of that. So astrology, unless they've studied it, or they're familiar with it, mm-hmm. it's usually left, yeah, with this awkward silence set. Because a lot of people think it's horoscopes. They think it's horoscopes yeah. out of a magazine and that all you are is a, a Virgo or a Libra or mm-hmm. a Pisces. And they don't understand the complexity of it. Right. And and it is, as I said, it, I find it quite, I'm so into horoscopes, but I'm the kind of go to the back of the newspaper and read my star sign. <laughs> kind of you know I've never, and my okay mom too. <laughs> once brought me a book with all of um these houses and this house and that house but it was like detailed it was like the time I was born the day I was born and so forth but as I grew older and I read certain paragraphs it was like oh that's actually it's so funny that's what I came to be she brought me this when I was like 15 and yeah, yeah it literally grew with me and it's very true to who I am to be quite honest <laughs> In terms of the gift that you've been given the, with the being a clairvoyant, 
How does that kind of work? Is it a case where you can look at someone and you can see images or you have to know their date of birth or, you know, have, have some sort of knowledge about them before you can actually give them a reading itself? Yeah, I do lean on the crutch of the astrological chart. I have, I have done a lot of readings. I've done body scans um, and I've done readings without looking at the chart. I've been practicing that quite actively within my group on Facebook, my Ask Holly Hall group. So I'll just say, hey, you know, put a little emoji on a comment and I'm going to, you know, and I would say about 80%, 75% accuracy around that. The messages that they get are accurate to what they're experiencing. The body scan that I do around their health seems to be accurate as well. And, um, but most of the time I do lean on the foundation of the astrological chart and then the clairvoyancy comes from there and clairvoyancy is a mixture of all clair audio clair visual. So I hear things I see things I know things, a lot of it is just a knowing. And a lot of some of them are, are visual, some of them are stories that I'm given some of them are just thoughts in my head you know some of them like i will say something to a client this happened to me today actually i said something to a client about how their son might respond in a certain situation because she was asking about and i said you know like in this situation he might do da 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 he was like that literally verbatim word for word just happened yesterday right and so these are the things that i consider like a clairvoyancy that means that that message or i call it remote viewing, which means I was able to see what has just happened, you know, at a distance. I've, I've definitely heard that word before. And I thought that was quite like, oh my God, you, you literally can remotely see someone's life. One thing I did want you to share with us is an experience of a client that stands out where your gift has sort of changed their life or brought a lot of clarity to them. When you really, when you had that experience, you're like, wow, I'm actually really good at my job. I can make a lot of change in people's lives. Yeah, I have so many stories, <laughs> um, but I have like a couple. So one in particular that I work with on a regular basis, who is um, from France, has migrated to, to Canada, waiting for her visa. Her and her husband are there. Difficulties uh, around... Um, a family member as well that lives abroad that would be visiting soon that she was really getting worried about and and so I predicted her visa coming way earlier I had said it was going to come in July she goes oh no this takes way too long we just applied like it could take a year you know and sure enough within a month uh, two months July came and she got their, they got their visa early um, I had walked her through understanding that her anxiety around her family member coming her husband's family member coming was really not about them it was about the husband and I was pulling up the husband's chart and detailing some of the issues that they're having in their marriage and how that they could walk through that I mean she was on the brink of even leaving her husband over this so literally I talked to her last week and I've, this is probably the sixth time or seventh time that we've talked in the last six months to seven months. 
And just exactly what she said. She goes, Holly, you literally, you've saved my marriage. You saved my life. You saved my relationship with this other, you know, member of the family. You've yeah. helped me understand my children. You know, one of her children is going to go to a completely different, has gone to a completely different school because of what I've seen in, in her child and what this child needed in the school. She, he was struggling tremendously. Um, developing mental health issues due to the school situation. And because I was able to describe her child's personality and how he learned and what environment he needed to be in and how the environment that he was in was um, why it was creating the stress. She was looking at it like she was a bad mom, that there was something wrong with her and what could she do better and really projecting a lot of it on her own. And I was like, this has nothing to do with you. <laughs> no offense, yeah. but yeah. this is your son has a different mate, a different way. So put him in a Montessori school that was a very creative school as well. So he's able mm -hmm. to learn. That was one of the other one uh, is a client of mine who I had said that a certain time, this uh, time per period, there's going to be a very sudden unexpected event that will be very positive that you will be invited to or uh, opportunity for you. And I want you to look out for them at that time and take every opportunity that comes. It's going to benefit your business. Um, yeah, basically it's going to benefit your business. So she hadn't had a reading for six months. The time came and was at the tail end. And she's like, Holly, nothing happened. Like you said, something was going to happen and nothing happened. So 20 minutes into the conversation, I, it comes out, it finally comes out. And she's like, okay, yeah, my friend invited me to go to Vegas. She's in a business conference there. Right at the last minute, her partner dropped out and asked me if I could just man the table while she does a bunch of stuff. She goes, I'm not what this has anything to do with my business. I'm a life, she was a life coach too, because mm -hmm. I'm a life coach. This is a tool and die convention. But yeah, I'd have a great time in Vegas. This is my friend. And after the conference, we can have all this fun. But I have nobody to babysit my kids. So for the next 45 minutes, I proceeded to talk her into uh, realizing that it was okay to let her husband babysit the kids. Her and her husband were at loggerheads about how they should raise their kids. And she got this stubborn stance that there was no way I'm leaving my kids with my husband for the weekend because he's going to do every, he's going to unravel everything that I've done with these kids, right? So I was like, let them have pizza and popcorn and stay up to two o'clock in the morning. You're going to this thing. So she went, she came, she emailed me when she came back. She met uh, who is now her business partner at the airport, literally a lady came up to her wow. with two dogs and said, could you hold my dogs while I go to the washroom? Cause they were big dogs. She's like, yeah. Then they striked up a conversation, which is now to this day, her business partner, her very, very, very doing very well. And then while she was at the booth, she, um, struck up a conversation with a bored wife that was not really there for anything as well. And that became one of her first, uh, business, uh, accounts accounts mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. this person not only became a client also brought other clients to her if she didn't go on that that's how we have free will right that's how easily her life changed because right. she went right and it must make you feel like uh, amazing that you can give these or see see these things and make these predictions that actually make a change in these people's lives because Obviously, without having yeah, a conversation it, with you, they wouldn't be guided in that direction, you know? Yeah, what it does for me is it gives me faith that there is something much bigger 
than me, much bigger than you, much bigger than everything that's going on. Um, I said I'm a scientific, I have a scientific mind. I need a lot of proof. I have not seen, you know, anything that, you know, I've not seen a deity. I've not seen a God. I have not seen an alien. I have not seen anything that's bigger. So I don't really have proof except for blind faith. And I'm not one for blind faith. But when I experience something like this, mm-hmm. it, it just reinforces that there is something bigger because I don't believe it's me. I believe it comes through me because even some of the things I say shock me. I'm like, what What did I just say? Yeah. (laughs) You know, and I'll think it's trivial and it ends up being profound. Like Mm -hmm. today I had clients crying right from the beginning, right? The onset of the reading. These are brand new clients. I had two were brand new today and um, the other, the other three were regular clients. And, uh, and when they cry and they're not, they'll be like, I don't know why I'm crying. I'm not sad. I'm not upset, but it's because I say, well, I'm speaking. My soul is speaking to your soul and your soul is so happy or in gratitude or even weeping in sorrow that it's being recognized it's being heard, mm-hmm. you know, that you get me. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You heard, you hear me on a deep, mm-hmm. deep level, mm-hmm. even a way that I couldn't even explain it to my best friend. You know, right. What, right. what you know about me. So yeah, I, I, I love it because it validates I'm human. Like everybody else, I get caught in the matrix like everybody yeah. else. Yeah. And so when I see something, feel something, experience something like this, I'm in gratitude that this is, there's a, there's a bigger picture out there than any of us really don't have an answer to. Yeah. yeah. And another thing I wanted to sort of touch on as well is, Explain how you actually use astrology to help parents with their kids. Because yeah. I remember when I first spoke to you, I was like, I've never heard of this before. Um, and obviously, me and my son are two completely different people. So, and obviously, two different star signs. So, how do you use astrology to help other people understand their children or? parent their children first of all let let me uh turn the tables and how was your i did a reading for your son what was your experience from it so this is because i have notes from my review so obviously before we had the meeting we've never spoken before um or anything like that so all i did was give you my date of birth my son's date of birth the time that we were born and you were spot on with so many things that just, I know it was just like a light reading. It was, it was only but, a few minutes, yeah. But literally you touched on so many things that you could not have known about. Mm-hmm. And I noticed there was a key word that you kept using. So in my head, I'm like, I wonder if you see my future or whatever. So you kept saying like, you always look at the deeper issue. You kind of have that therapy way about you as a personality. And it's mm-hmm. funny because I'm actually looking into um, qualifying as a life coach, but for mothers for single mothers, even my son's personality, kind of your words kind of made me see things from his point of view, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So it was easy for me to now understand how he operates. So I know now, okay, so definitely he is very like a Libra, very fair. So he, if he feels that he's been unjust, he is going to be stubborn. If he feels like he's generally wrong, he will admit and you know say when he's wrong 
And again, the skills that you said that he did have, I'm trying to encourage those more, because I know you said that he likes to play a lot with his hands and stuff. So just in general, with the brief reading that it was, like I was impressed. It has touched on mm. so many things that you just could not have known about. You definitely connected yeah. to something. Because we see our children through a couple of lenses. So one of them is through at the lens of who we are. So if we're um, an anxious person and we have a child who's anxious, that child will seem more anxious than maybe they really are. If mm -hmm. we're an if we're an introverted uh, person and our child is really extroverted, then it'll bring up anxiety in us and feeling like, oh, we have to like keep this child busy all the time, right? Mm -hmm. If I've got a client, for instance, who's of it a very extroverted mother and the child is very introverted and quiet and wants to spend alone time but she thinks she's always worried that her child's going to end up with no friends and not have any social life and I've got to push her and make her you know become more extroverted no you're doing her more damage it's creating her a lot of anxiety a lot of stress in this young child so when I explain without that like usually my all my readings will start off with a 10-minute spiel and the very first reading, sorry, not all of them, just the very first time you have a reading with me, I just talk nonstop, like as, as quick as lightning about you as a person. And then if I you want to know about your son or your husband or your child, then I will talk about 10 minutes just about their personality traits, everything, how they communicate, how they think, how they feel, how do they react when they're angry, how do they learn um, are they more left brain, more right brain? Are they more masculine? Are they more feminine? What are their challenges? How do they see the world? What do they need? You know, what are their needs? What are they here to learn? Um, how do they discover that? You know, whether they're philosophers or teachers or play, you know, they play, whether they have trust issues, all of these different things. And uh, even if they have ADD, I can see that. If they've got uh, depression or anxiety, I can see that. And, um, and also what, what they're here, why are they here? What are they here to do in the future? One of my favorite ones is working with parents that have defiant uh, children. Yeah. Children that are like, you're not the boss of me. Mm -hmm. um, or the child that says, that's not fair. They have to have mm -hmm. exactly what their sister has all the time. And, mm -hmm. or they'll get upset when dad pays too much attention to mom, right? And th these are children of the future. I call these children of the future because we're moving into a new age a new world sort of order, uh, the way that we're going to, in the next five to 10 years, where, you know, just going along with the authority, going along with governing bodies, going along with large corporations, uh, whether it's agricultural or pharmaceutical or uh, political, mm -hmm. whatever, or even organizational like educational, we're this is all changing gradually and we need a bunch of adults in the future that are, mm -hmm. are going to defy authority that are going to go against it that are going to autonomously fight for what the people want and so mm -hmm. these little defiant children are those people mm -hmm. <laughs> that are going to grow up and become uh, leaders in yeah. that and so they start off you're their first authority figure so they start off by defying you first yeah. <laughs> <I know> <laughs> as they grow up or they start telling you that life is not fair because they're yeah. going to grow up and try to create some balance and some fairness in our future so when just like what you said when a parent has a different perspective of what their child is all about and it's not about whether they're like you or not like you at all 
And then they, I had literally last week had a client say to me, my, you have changed my relationship with my daughter, a six-year-old has drastically changed because I, I treat her differently. Now I see her differently. I respond to her differently and she can feel it. Kids pick up like this, you know, they can tell a change in a day and they respond differently and they have a really positive, like, this is a, a mother and a daughter that they couldn't, she couldn't even go to the ice cream shop with her and this child was just like defying her and yelling at her and mad at her all the time and angry all the time and now all of a sudden that day when I do a reading there's an energy shift too this is what I've noticed I don't know what happens but there's some energy shift so in this one reading we were talking mostly about her daughter and I said there'll be an energy shift and she emailed me the next day and said they had the best day of their life together wow. ever wow so how amazing is that that your talent can literally help change the dynamic and the relationship in a positive way for parents and their kids just before we wrap this up I'd love you to tell our listeners where they can find you if they want to read in or if they'll be interested in any of your coaching services so what they can do is they can go to askhollyhall.com ask holly hall h-a-l-l.com they can find you can find me on linkedin facebook as a group as a page as uh, my profile as well as instagram on ask holly hall that's all you have to put in and that's where i am you can go on my website you sign up for my newsletter you'll get an instant 20 percent off which mm-hmm. is a which is a big deal takes a big chunk off and then you just you book a session there's several kinds i do past life regressions i have group sessions i have one-on-one sessions i have relationships i have uh bundled ones so you can get uh, three or six or ten sessions at a time i have mini ones which are quite less expensive you can ask a few questions and i'll send you a 15-minute recording i'll send you a 30-minute recording you can ask about other people and that's a that's a great way to uh experiment and yep. see how I work is just getting a 15 minute one and see where that goes amazing I know for sure after the little mini one I had I'll be definitely booking myself (laughs) so look out for my booking so I want to take this opportunity to say thank you so much for taking the time out and joining the mummy warriors podcast today it's been a pleasure you've shared so much about yourself and about your gifts and how you help people and how you can possibly help people in the future. And I really appreciate you taking the time out to join us today. As always, Holly's details will be in the description of the podcast. So please feel free to go ahead and check out her page. Thank you. Thank you for listening in to this week's episode. Feel free to leave a comment, like, and share this episode. If you want a chance to be a guest on the show, all you have to do is send me a DM on my Instagram, which is at the Mummy Warriors. See you next week.